0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Vill Chillin' Podcast, part of the Villain ENT Network. My name is Jack. My name is Aaron. Uh, today is going to be the first of our monthly themed episodes. We're going to try to drop on the first Sunday of every month. Uh, just an episode to kind of follow a specific theme instead of just uh, do our usual babbling, I guess. <laughs> um, so, this month we're going to bring you an episode based on tech and gaming. And so that's what we're focused on today. Before we get into that, how was your weekend, bro? How was you doing anything cool? Uh, we didn't do a lot this weekend. We went to the library. We had to get some things printed. Step he had he's about to start school. Um, we had an orientation thing. Uh, that was about it. What What about you? What did you do this weekend? Uh, same old same. Pretty much just uh played video games. Got a couple new games, Kingdom Come Deliverance and Fable. Fable's kind of a throwback to being a teenager, so, you know. nostalgia. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, But other than that, got new internet installed. Went from Spectrum to ATT Fiber. So, went from 100 down, 10 up to 500 down, 500 up. Wow. So... It's pretty insane how much easier it is to upload the shows now. It goes much faster. Um, I mean, I think when I sent you last week's or not whatever, when I sent you the last one, it uploaded and you couldn't even see it yet because it was still processing, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like some South Korea speeds you got there, bro. It's, uh, It's definitely an improvement and it'll be very beneficial considering some of the... Larger files can take an hour or more just to upload. Um, Other than that, I got Premiere Pro, started doing some work in that and just trying to learn more to help make the show grow, make the show better. So, yeah, I didn't really do too much this weekend. That was about it. Um, Speaking of weekends, though, and stuff to do, you know, the State Fair is coming up. Do you plan on going? Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it this year. because of work? Um, I definitely like to though. I know that there's supposed to be a, a bunch of things going on though there. I mean, there always is. I don't know the specifics this year, but I uh, it's funny. I mentioned it to work, and my VP's immediate response was donut burger. <laughs> so, donut burger? Yeah, donut burger. So you know they got all the crazy foods at the state fair, and Man, that sounds... cream donut burger is one of them. Sounds amazing and dangerous at the same time. That's what I <laughs> said. Yeah, I've never had one, but she's she swears by all. I remember them. They, they give out ham there. Their ham was amazing. <laughs> um, Kentucky ham. Yeah, man. Pretty crazy. but So, I guess you ready to dive into the show today? Yeah, uh, what's the plan? First topic today is Code Louisville. So, you know, anything about them? Yes, Code Louisville. I love them. Um, so Code Louisville is a local nonprofit. Uh, their goal is to inform people about tech and help them get jobs and utilize that role of tech in their daily lives. So, uh, like I said, they're a nonprofit. Uh, I know a lot of people who have uh, benefited from it. I, I didn't enroll. I didn't. I wasn't able to finish just because the other things in life kind of got in the way. But um, have you heard of them? Yeah. Um I actually did it enrolled as well but wasn't able to finish. It was a few years back. Um it was really cool though. It was a very fun experience and something that kinda it'll stick with you even if you aren't able to finish. You learn something from it. Um, and that was then back when it was um, part of the library, you know, I think they branched off from the library now and they're actually they're They do their own thing. Um, But I know they've really expanded a lot of their programs. Um, Like you said, they've helped dozens, if not hundreds of people. Well, I mean, there you go, 749 graduates placed in tech jobs. So um, 300-plus companies have hired people who went through the program, and they got mentors donating thousands of hours and thousands of hours of their time to help people so it's really cool and free it's yeah. craziest of all you know mm-hmm. um it's one of those things where i guess you you get out of it what you put into it you know um gotta put in the time and they're there to teach you as much as you want to learn and, and of those graduates all those people you know those people some of those people have had a, been going through some some rough times and mm-hmm. they just were determined and dedicated and, and made it i'm i wouldn't be surprised if at least one maybe several of those people could have been homeless before they found those mm-hmm. roads and now they're in a hundred thousand dollar plus salary jobs so yeah I mean, it, it just starts with just that determination absolutely and i mean what's really awesome is that i mean i can't speak personally but because I haven't been through a boot camp, but from what I do know is that if you treat it right, you put your time in and you really reach out to people when you need it. It's pretty reminiscent of a boot camp a coding boot camp type setup. But those cost thousands of dollars. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? So um yeah, I mean it's it's a really awesome program. Proud of those guys. Hopefully they just can keep doing what they're doing, and hopefully Kentucky continues to help pay for that. Yes, mm, yeah. If you have any interest in the future, you know, getting in tech maybe as a career, even even a hobby. I mean, this is, the goal is to get it as a career, but even if you if you want to get into it, and just learn. Look up Global. Yeah, it's just CodeBowl.org. dot org. You can see it on the screen here. You got this Apply Now button on the side, so that's literally where to start. Uh awesome. So, next, I wanted to do an honorable mention for gaming especially. Um gaming is huge. <laughs> Love me some Tetris. <laughs> Things like esports are growing like crazy every year. Competitive gaming's getting bigger and bigger, but I mean even little indie games are just blowing up and going huge and making people a lot of money sometimes you know it it's about the quality of the game not always the money backing it you know so some of these indie companies are making some of the best games right now um and to that effect louisville has its own gaming group so it's like those maker spaces um where people can go and do projects but it's for gaming and it's Louisville makes games it's pretty awesome of them so they meet up every so often and talk gaming um
1: so it says here the goal is oh don't know what happened there I apologize all right uh
0: but either way, Louisville makes games. Um, here it is. It's game development is a viable career in the city through game development programming, classes for kids, industry talks, art gallery showcases, and other events. So um, their first major project was establishing the physical space called Warp Zone. Um, so that's kind of their home base of operations for the I guess club. Um, I don't know exactly what you'd call it, but if you're interested in creating video games, definitely check out Louisville makes games. Um, Wow. It it seems like a nice community where, uh, so is this free or that? I really don't know. Like they've grown a lot since I last heard of them. Um. Education for kids. I mean they don't really have too much information on here. Probably have to contact them. It looks like it's a non profit though. Um they do private tutoring. Um I'm really not sure. Okay, so if if, if, if you're not mention just, price. Just reach so. reach out to them and they'll have yeah. more information for you as far as the pricing if there is any. But, I think from what i'm seeing it looks like it's some of the meetings and stuff's free but if you want to have more of like the space the warp zone it looks like there might be a fee to have 24 hour access gotcha so, um so you can go to the meetings as a guest but and i mean that makes sense because if they're hosting a whole host space they're paying for equipment and stuff so that's what it is. they got to be able to cover their overhead yeah lights cost money, um, <laughs> but they're there for advice and they're they're there to talk to people and help teach because that's their main goal and their main mission so what kind of games are they focusing on um i think they do a little bit of everything man from video games to tabletop games it's literally just game creation I definitely know they do video games though like for various consoles um mobile, PC, Xbox just indie style basic games um unless you want to expand it further than that but I mean they it's just pretty awesome to see something like this in our community um and then here it says their workshops cover disciplines of game development, including coding, so definitely video games, story, art, and animation, music and sound, and actual game design. So it's pretty cool. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, if one of those developers got their start at Code Global, too. You know, that'd be interesting to, to reach out to see. <laughs> yeah, or I mean, they they're probably at least involved as mentors in some mm-hmm. way. Um, a little bit more about local gaming scene is there's actually some indie companies making quite a few games um in the local Kentucky space, so it's not all Louisville, but there's three companies that I found, and the first one here, I think these guys are part of the Louisville makes games. I don't know the faces look like they were in that other picture. I can't swear to it. I didn't look into it but they just looked I don't know, they looked familiar. Um, but two scoop gaming has quite a few games out for various platforms. Um so based out of Louisville, they have three major releases, Kickbot, Scurry, and Syrush. And they're working on another kickbot game. Um they've done Yeah, so cross-platform iOS, Android, Web, Linux, Mac, Windows. Um, So basically mobile games, at least those main ones are. But here's a whole list of the various different games that they've done. And so that's one indie company here in Louisville. Uh, Another one is Hitsense Gaming, or Hitsense.com, I guess. They've done a lot of different games from... Cross-platforms from Nintendo to Xbox One to PlayStation. Um, again, indie games, but they also help with marketing and branding. So they're a publisher as well as a developer. And some of the games that they've done here. Um, I haven't played any of these. The only one I recognize or would even recognize I can tell you was... uh, I think there was... Oh, there's a Godfather game there, and I I never played it. I just know what the Godfather is. So, <laughs> but that's another company. I forget exactly where they're based. Uh, Bowling Green, Bowling Green, Kentucky. That's awesome. When I think Bowling Green, I don't, you don't think gaming. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So. so it's it's really it is really cool to see them um, to see that Kentucky really is expanding in that area because it's not exactly what we're known for in Kentucky. Yeah. Uh one final one is a Lexington-based gaming company, Frog Dice. Um looks like they also do some mostly like mobile type gaming. Um but they have quite a few games here. Looks like RPG style or almost like a Candy Crush style game. Um this is a turn-based combat game, Threshold, so or stash so yeah i mean they've got quite a few games so that they're based out of lexington so i just thought it'd be cool to introduce some of those if anybody wants to help support some local companies uh if you're into those kind of games then you know it's really cool to see local companies get the love and support um
1: so yeah, definitely
0: support them in any way. If if you are interested in in local gaming, definitely try to support them by downloading or you know buying some of their stuff for sure. Yeah, I mean it's pretty cool. Looks like even this one has some of the um they got some YouTube channels and Twitch channels and stuff. So uh, there's ways to support where you don't necessarily have to donate physical money. You know um. So, just check them out if you're into gaming or like to support gaming in general. Just tell your friends. Yeah, you don't have to support monetarily. Like, just telling somebody about it. Like, hey, did you know these guys do this? That's a lot right there. Exactly. Exposure is everything in that space. So, you got to spread the word and people got to know about it before they can buy it and play it. So, yeah, dude, tech, tech affects everything, man. Um, it affects especially here in Louisville uh, I mean everywhere it affects it everywhere but here in Louisville there's a lot going on as far as how tech affects like the major companies we have mm-hmm. a big UPS hub oh yeah uh the airports uh Humana uh they use uh technologies is a big role in how they they do what they do uh mm-hmm. General Electric uh yeah I mean the um medical side of things is huge too because you have to keep all those records. You know, you got everything from database to front end users having to look up records to back end users and management, uh, data management, privacy concerns, security concerns. Um, All those companies have to worry about those aspects of their customers and clients' information. Yeah, it's it's not Silicon Valley here, but I mean, there's definitely things happening uh the, the medical U of L is one of the top hospitals in the world. Uh they they do they've done things that nobody else has done uh in the medical field. They've saved so many lives in by doing uh by doing procedures like I said, that nobody else has ever done. Like they, they had the first heart transplant, I believe the first hand transplant, uh I forget which else but the list there's a, a whole list but I'm gonna get a chance just to Look it up. You will. Uh, the schools here—they're really utilizing tech, and I'm sure all schools are. But here, uh, they are really using—they're utilizing Google, uh, a Google platform where you can keep track of the students' goals and what they're achieving and their daily tasks. So you know when the kid gets home, you're not like, "Hey, what did you do today? What, what's your goals today? Did you achieve your goals?" And you can see what they've done, and this is all through tech. So it's really yeah. cool there. Is that through like tablet or laptop or? Yes, it's it's uh, much like the gaming. Everything's cross platform now, so you can find Probably. it on your computer. You can find it on his tablet, uh, on their tablet, uh, on your phone. Um, Constantly being connected. It's just really cool how technology's got that. There's no more change in your grade before you get home with the report card, dude. Man, <laughs> we had it lucky, dude. Like that was uh, I, uh, I was a straight A student, you know? I mean according to according to what the parents saw. <laughs> you know? What? Yeah, man. We had to be crafty but in different right. ways. It was not no S to A's every day. Right. Their craftiness wasn't always with the best of intentions mm-hmm. or the the most benefit to society, whereas now it Tech really helps redirect that. You know, you have to, you know, even just using technology. Like, it's crazy how much my three-year-old can use a phone, mm-hmm. a tablet. Like, she's really starting to use a mouse and stuff now. She loves uh, paint. Just You just open up paint on Microsoft, and she has a blast. Man. So it helps with their motor skills and stuff. It's just really cool how that helps them advance. Yeah, it's... It's a lot. It's really awesome. Um, and I mean, weren't you saying something before we started about the three D printing going on in Louisville? Oh yeah, um, I forget over at uh, at the Louisville libraries they have a a make it, uh, creative make it place. Yeah, they have the make it spaces. They're really cool. Uh, with that you can do, they have a three D printer at some of these spaces. And the family went out and my stepson who made this cool little sculpture, like this little uh, statue of like a head. I don't know if it was from a document that they had available that he was able to print or if it's something that he designed his own. Uh, I forget. But, but it was really cool. It was free. Yeah. Uh, just whenever you get a chance just look up some of those lo- the local libraries and they'll have it listed whether or not they have those 3D printers available. Yeah. That's really awesome. I'm scrolling through here and it looks like they really have a lot of different stuff depending on where you go. Um, I saw the turntables, so that caught my eye. One oh, of them yeah. has a AV studio with full recording booth and audio equipment at Great. the library at uh, the Northeast Regional. So, so see here that they they have audio equipment where you can record. Yeah, so, so that's it's awesome, man. The library. Libraries in this day and age don't get enough credit. you know people used to know more about libraries and the events going on, the things they had going on because how did you get the information for your school reports? You know when we had to do research papers in school other than just changing our grade we <laughs> we had to go to the library to actually research you know we had to go to the library to to find that information and while you're there the librarians are handing you flyers and stuff like hey we got this going on or they got big banners you know nobody goes to libraries anymore we spent a lot of time in libraries love library the believe it or not it was kind of like google before google too facts dude like if you needed help researching something you went to a librarian least exactly. i did my parents I, and maybe this was just them and the they would argue over something, and then and then they would say, call the library. And then we call the library for the answer like it was Google. This was 95, A. so I don't know what was going on. but That's amazing. The librarians probably there, like, okay, I reckon, yeah, okay. I'm She's saying, probably asking Jeeves because she don't know what else to do. <laughs> I'm heading to the Britannica section. Don't <laughs> <Right. No> worry. <laughs> Uh, No, libraries really don't get enough. I saw a, a post on Reddit recently, actually, and I think it's been around a while. I've seen it before, but it came up again where somebody tweeted and they were like, man, libraries don't get enough credit. I was at a random library in Alaska reading a random local folklore book and couldn't remember anything about most of it except the main plot. He said all I did was call up the librarian, and within fifteen minutes, I had full details in my email like they that's beautiful, unsung heroes like yes. it's it's pretty it's pretty wild they don't get enough credit just like teachers you know yep. a lot of teachers so our last topic for today um ironically or not ironically because it was totally planned, is podcasts. You know, I saw something on Reddit recently on the Louisville or the Kentucky subreddit, I don't remember which pretty much. Yeah. They get cross posted all right. the time. So um on like July twenty second or something like that, I believe, uh the a f- hundred years ago the first radio station opened in Kentucky and it was like WHAS Louisville or WLKY Louisville. or Man. one of those like news radios. But a hundred years later, you know, while they were able to reach who knows how many people, really, because I mean, radios were the main form of entertainment, but you know, there were plenty of people out where radio towers didn't reach or, you know, different things. And now, here we are talking to all of you, whoever decides to watch at any mo- moment or point in time that you could want to. Um, so it's just crazy to think how much technology really has changed when you look at just a 100 years ago. Just a mm-hmm. 100 years ago, we barely knew how to send sound waves through transistors and resistors and... And I'm sure in the next 50 years, we'll probably be projecting holograms. Who knows? It's the future. with that. Yeah, we're we're down. That'd be (laughs) awesome. One thing I'm never going to support, though, no matter how many futuristic shows portrayed it, is flying cars. People can't even drive straight, right? And you want to give them the ability to go up and down? (laughs) I thought no. you were about to say neuro. I thought you was gonna talk about some kind of like brain implant, and you were like, "No, <laughs> something serious. No, i no, no, was okay. talking about cars." We're not <laughs> gonna end it on that. series. So next week, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Brought to you by Neuralink. Um. Exactly. So, I guess with that, we'll we'll call it for today. Um, as usual, be blessed. Bless someone around you. I'm Aaron. I'm Jack. Have a great weekend.
1: See you next week.